When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So the guy that ran against Eric Adams that should have won, but he wasn't going to win, not in this town, even though he had a much better campaign. He's a man of conviction. He's one of the greatest talk show hosts, I believe, in the history of our medium. Curtis Sliwa, who's back on our station doing weekend shows, he was at the vigil last night. He deserved to be there. I'm not sure Eric Adams and or Alvin Bragg did, and he's joining us right now for his New York One appearance. Curtis, good morning. How are you, pal? Uh, not good, Sid. Uh, you questioned my sports spectacular memory. No, banks. not not at all. I, I actually, oh, no, no, I, I, I gave you credit. I, I gave you credit, but you can't compete with a guy like Chris Russo. He could tell you carried the football. Oh, no, no, no. And I, I'm JV compared to you, but I spoke. <laughs> Remember, Bart Starr with frostbite. Hands off to Jim Taylor through the line. Uh, Dandy Don Meredith couldn't hit Bob Hayes, the world's fastest human, because wow. you couldn't hold on to the ball. Wow. I remember, Sid. That's pretty good. You knew, actually knew the quarterbacks and running backs and wide receivers for the Packers and the Cowboys. No, listen, I know you're a great sports guy. I say this about you all the time, not to suck up to you, because you did help me many times in the past. But you really are one of the smartest people I know. And when it comes to this city, and I talked about this too, I hope you heard it, when I did that train ride with you guys and the Guardian Angels that night, this is why you need to serve this city. No one knows more. Any block we go to in any borough, you've got a story about that block. And I know that Adams and other politicians, Schumer, they don't have what you've got when it comes to knowing this city. No, there's no doubt. And just uh, one quick reminder. Uh, you know, I've been counseling Bernie because I had prostate cancer. I had it like Bernie. It knocks the hell out of you. He is, I mean, the toughest of tough guys out of the Monroe Projects. Pistol whipped Rob driving cab near the Schlobein Projects in Yonkers. But I'm telling you, I consider myself a tough job. It knocks you out. But he'll come up. He'll get off the turf, and he'll do what Jake Lamotta did. Remember De Niro? Hey, <laughs> Sugar, you knocked me down. He'll say, Prostate, you didn't take me out. Yeah, he'll come back. I agree with you, and I know that toughness firsthand because he punched me in the face before 8 o'clock in the morning and more than once. I, that was a great movie when he goes to Joe Pesci. You banging my wife? You banging my wife? God, I love that scene. Hey, uh, <laughs> so you were at that vigil uh, last night, the vigil, of course, for um, for Miss Go, who was killed Saturday, and you sent me a text and you said, how about the balls on this Manhattan DA, Alvin Bragg, who actually shows up here now, in Bragg's defense, this guy killed her. So even Bragg would admit this guy belongs in jail. But if she didn't die, it may be a different story. You were, you were pretty pissed that Bragg was there last night, yes? Oh, absolutely, Sid. And he was missing in action at the wake for the 19-year-old cashier at Burger King. Earlier in the day in East Harlem, I was there with the Guardian Angels. Bragg did not make an appearance. The problem in both cases, their murder cases, is he's gone on record. He said it right there in the studios at WABC in the, the Manhattan DA Democratic primary race. 
where you had eight candidates. He said, for murder, the maximum I will seek is 20 years. Really? And you know you never get the max. No. And by the way, you, you do 20 years, you really do 16 years. You get cut loose, you're out to do it again. And with this guy, he, he just wants to hug those thugs. He just wants to turn them loose. And he had the coolions, the chutzpah, the huevos to show up last night. And I got to tell you, it made me want to projectile vomit. Well, I'm sure. Now, did he, did, at any point, do you guys have any interaction? Did he? Did, I'm sure he knows who you are. You're the most famous New Yorker there is. You guys have any interaction last night? No, no. He was, uh, he was up on the staging area. That was a very liberal, progressive, democratic group uh, that ran that. And I got to tell you, uh, with everything that I've done in the Asian community with the Guardian Angel Patrols, the fact is I won the Asian vote throughout the city against Eric Adams. They denied me an opportunity to speak. They said it was going to be bipartisan. We wow. were to try to bring everyone together around this issue. Wow. The one guy who's actually done things to stop Asian violence, and they told me, no, no wow. you can't come up. Well, I'm not surprised. There are a bunch of cowards, all of them, uh, Adams, James, uh, you name it, Schumer, all of them. Uh, was there any interaction between you and Adams last night? No, no, no. He just uh, whisked in, whisked out. Uh, you know, he's he's really got to get focused. You left one major thing out here, one major thing, Sid, if you don't mind me giving you a little uh, memory, memory uh, back, uh, back on memory lane. Sure. He said yesterday that he's afraid when he goes into the subways, too. Right. And I played that. Because those white supremacists in their white sheets <laughs> are riding around the A train, the C train, the one train, the two train, looking for Eric Adams. Remember the ridiculous statement he hey, made. Hey, listen, don't, 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 remember, let me tell you something. Life. Curtis, I was the one who was yes. all over that statement. I was the one who actually, uh, a week ago when he made that, Bo Snurdly did like the, uh, the clip of the day, and Snurdly's like, I really don't care if Eric Adams hires his brother. And I'm like, a hey, Snurdly. Mr. Bo, I don't care if he hires his brother either, but when he says he's hiring his brother because his brother's going to help him stay away from the, you know, be safe from the white supremacists, I held Bo Snurley to task a week ago with that. So I was all over that part of the story. That was ridiculous. Yes. Yes, you were. And in fact, I want to applaud you because you scored the daily double. You not only took on Bo Snurley. You took on your lifetime Kumbhada Chich, your pal Bo Dito yesterday. Yes, I did. <laughs> I give you I give you a high five on that. You have not surrendered. You have not retreated on this issue. You have been you have been sincere from day one. You knew that this guy is a fagazi. He says one thing one day and then he flips the script, says a, a different thing the other day, and then the next day. And nobody holds him accountable. Nobody. Nobody except for you and I. So, yes, he, he did uh, talk about white supremacists when it came to his brother. Ridiculous. He did, in fact, say that, uh, you know, crime is just a perception and then followed that up two days later. And very, of course, because where he was with, oh, yeah, I'm afraid to take the subway, too. Uh, he endorsed Alvin Bragg. He has told us he's going to sit down with Alvin and figure this thing out. He hasn't done that. So while Joe Biden is going to speak to the country today at 4 o'clock and try to tell us what he's done well, my question is, it's only been three weeks. You cannot really grade this guy. It's a bit unfair. But if you are going to grade him on three weeks, much like Joe Biden, what is Eric Adams doing well? Well, it ain't a B-plus like he gave Bill de Blasio <laughs> in my last debate. That's right. He gave Bill de Blasio a B-plus, this idiot. I forgot about that. A B-plus. But remember this also. Soon after he won the Democratic nomination, he was invited to the White House on that summit about crime. 
to his credit, President Joe Biden looked at all the mayors and all the police commissioners, most of whom I know because they have guardian angel groups in their in their cities. But all of a sudden, he was the Brooklyn Borough president. Joe Biden said, I will give you guys and gals money to hire police, but you have to go out and hire them now. When when uh, Eric Adams left that meeting, he again, he copied what Bill de Blasio had said about that offer. No, uh, I wouldn't take the money to hire more police. Remember what he said. There was cash on the table from the federal government. You never say no when they offer you money specifically to hire cops. And he chose not to do it like his partner and his uh, his his, uh, uh, let's face it, his Medici in this race. That's why he became the Democratic uh, primary winner. His uh, behind the scenes supporter, Bill de Blasio, they both turned down the money from Bill uh, from uh, President uh, Biden. That's the disgraziata. That's the shanda. (laughs) So I got to ask you a, a big envelope question. Uh, you know, I'm friendly with Corey Zelnick. He's a dear friend. He's a very successful guy. He lives a very nice life. Let's face it. He lives in a very fancy building in Midtown. He goes to fine restaurants. He's got a lovely wife and a beautiful daughter. He lived well because he's worked hard. He's earned it. There's no question about it. And he continues to try to convince me and others, much like Jerry Seinfeld tried a while ago, that New York City is going to be okay. I don't see it. In fact, I'll be very honest with you and the listening audience. I'm leaving this city very, very soon. So you tell me, Curtis Sleva, as a guy that has devoted your life to this city and these boroughs, is Corey Zelnick right? Are we on the upswing here? We're going to be okay? Or are you like me and understand why people are fleeing by the second? Well, we have uh, one thing in common. Both you, Sid, I, and Corey, unlike Eric Adams, who does a nickname broadcast and says he's a Nets fan. He can't <laughs> figure out the difference. But your lifelong Nick fans, I'm, an, I'm a Nick fan since I was a kid. Yep. We have learned to suffer. We have always learned that next year will be a better year. Right. You know, what happened to that optimism? Corey, you must be doing shrooms or LSD. It ain't happening. I know he's your friend, right. but there's just no way. But, 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 but wait a second. But, 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 but wait, he, he, he admits the city is empty, but he's in real estate. He says, listen, I am starting to rent some of these commercial properties out. He talks about uh, an increase also. Uh, in money's revenues to the city. He talks about how you can't really rent an apartment these days, and he's right about that. So he has given me some facts that would tend to back up his argument. I still don't agree. Why don't you? What, what's what's the big thing Sid, keeping you? Sid, he said, look at 49th in Madison. There's nobody there. 49th in Madison. I know. I know. And I know. That, that 6th Avenue, we could go through it. 6th Avenue, Lexington, Madison. It ain't happening, Sid. Seventy-five percent of the office space is unoccupied. And why would people come back to work? They've learned through the pandemic and lockdown. They have a better quality of life in their house. They get to watch their kids. They get to, to, to be productive. And most importantly, the women love it the most because their husbands can't give them the routine when they're with the gumada that they gotta, they got to work later. They're all at home together forever. Yeah, well, one more, we'll let you run, and you're always great. I, you know, Bo Deedle ran for mayor, and uh, we know we didn't get the, the, the gig. We know that. Uh, Corey just said Labor Day. Tell Curtis Labor Day. Uh, he didn't win, uh, and he is so down on the whole process that he says he would never run again. Plus, he's in his 70s. He's trying to enjoy his life. 
I look at you. Now, again, you're one of the greatest talk show hosts ever. I mean that. I'm not just saying that to, to blow smoke up your ass. You're that good. Um, but you're still a, a younger guy. You know, you still have that fire in your belly. Would you consider Curtis Sleeper running for public office again? You're damn right. You never get him. He's driving our city right into the abyss. So you, you're, you're going to be like Donald Trump. Trump's going to come back and beat Biden and save the country. You're going to come back and beat Adams and save our city. Yes, and also give your board up, uh, uh, board up a beatdown who mentioned 20 different talks that were better than me, including Dr. Gil Lederman. I did. I'll never forgive. <laughs> I will Dr. never forget Gil him Lederman. for that. Is that true? I did not. We can pull the, Gil Lederman? I'll pull the tape of play tomorrow. I did not say no, wait, a second, wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. You cannot be calling a man that has defended this city for the better part of 40 years, nearly won the mayoral uh, uh, job, uh, has been a, a Hall of Fame radio talk show host. You're going to call Curtis Sleeva a liar? I'm not calling him a liar. I'm just saying he might have been... Uh... That Curtis might be, uh, you know, well, maybe, well, maybe. Well, no, well, no. Sid, 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 in his defense, uh, Adams called me a liar during the campaign. Lewis <laughs> called me a liar. A lot of people have called me a liar. I don't take offense to that. Just put me in your freaking list of 20 and put me ahead of Dr. Gilley. You're at the top, Curtis. You're at the, my what? Revised, my revised Wait list. a second. You told me I was at the top. You no, were on this show you. right now. Not you. You're, oh, you're making friends every day. Yeah, you're, 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 you've been removed from the top. Now Curtis has your spot. <laughs> these guys, Curtis, they don't know anything about loyalty. You can tell none of these kids grew up in Brooklyn, right? Kings Highway, Canarsie, they would have gotten their asses kicked by now, right? They're all Fredos. They're all Fredos. <laughs> You know, guys, young Huckleberry's there. You don't turn on the family of Sid and Curtis Lee. You don't turn on them. 100% right. Hey, hey, every time you come on, it's better than the last time. It's that good. So thank you for calling in this morning. That was a great spot, Curtis. Thank you so much. Sid, Sid, just tell me what kind of shrooms that Corey is uh, digesting. I don't know. I may may want to try that. I really will. Well, you know what you should do? Seriously, put them on over the weekend on your show. And uh, have it out with him. He's right here. He's eight blocks away. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Eight, eight blocks of emptiness away <laughs> where there is no occupation of the office buildings or retail. Have you seen a retail for lease, for rent? Empty. I know. I know. Listen, I, again, I don't agree with him, but um, he's done a lot better in the city than I have, so I tend to give him the benefit of the doubt. All right, but we'll I'll continue do that, this. Uh, for you, Sid, but can I drug test him first? Oh, you're funny. You are funny. He just said that was effing great. Make it happen. Put him on. Sleewa uh, and Zelnick. And forget about Christopher oh, Hahn. Can't be like DeBasio smoking the Maui Waui and Hinsu Kush. Please. <laughs> you're funny. I love you, Curtis. Thank you, buddy. Thank you, Sid. That was a great segment. Curtis Sliwa, ladies and gentlemen.